Hello. Oh, hi everybody. <laughs> welcome to Welcome to Wolf Den Live, episode two forty. That's two hundred and forty for those of you out there who prefer that. We've got a great show tonight. We have a lot of topics to talk about. Of course, the PlayStation Five launch. Um, we got some digital game sales news. That's that's interesting. But uh, I think uh, I think we're going to talk top it off with uh, some Xbox news, specifically what's going on with Halo Infinite, Bob. I don't like this. What's what, <laughs> what's going on with you? What is this about? I I was like I, I need I I need an intro for the podcast to creep Bob I, out. You did. I don't have I don't have a good one. What if I just what if I'm just calm? <laughs> what if I'm just calm? That's the opposite of, of what we're about here. <laughs> I know exactly. So I you like gotta, to come in hot. You got to You got to catch him off guard. You got to catch him off God. guard. Then. Anyway, hello everybody. How's everybody doing? Welcome everybody. Uh, Parker, we got someone, some underscore one. We got it's Maggie, uh, Sarah Anderson. Hello, everybody. Hello, anyone and everyone who is here tonight. A special hello to Just a Hair with two dollars. Beep test. Wolf thoughts. Uh, Will thoughts on Jonah Hex movie? Terrible. Do not watch it. It's crap. Pretend it doesn't exist. Uh, Michael Fassbender is in that though. Fassenbender. Yeah. We have a lot to talk about today. We do. Funny week it's been. Almost nothing happened. Yeah, it, like nothing happened, and then like within the last two days, everything happened. Well, everything is just Halo and Xbox. Yes, that's it. It's all that mm-hmm. happened. Um, yeah. <laughs> but there's a lot of news to talk about there. There's a lot to break down there. Yes. Uh, so Halo Infinite has been delayed. Rip. Yeah, that's it. Mm-hmm. It's been delayed till 2021, which. Yeah. Whenever I hear about a game being delayed, I think, okay, better late than never. It's right. better to take your time on the game so that the developers don't have to crunch and whatnot. Um, uh, it's it's probably better for everybody. It's better to have a late game than a bad game. Yes. Uh, but in this case, this was the Xbox Series X launch title. This was the, yeah. the thing to sell the console. This this was the uh the game for the xbox series x uh halo and xbox go together like mario and nintendo if you can't have the system launch without having uh their mascot and they're doing exactly that without having a mascot i will say right true yeah although i listen i game love the gamecube Pissed yeah. as all hell there was no Mario game on that. There was a Luigi game, though. They're like, close enough. Yeah, no, I was a pissed off little kid. Uh, yeah. Here we got the statement from 343 Studios. Mm-hmm. Should we re- Shall we read the whole thing? Uh, we'll read like the important bits. What are the important bits, Will? Uh, today I wanted to share... This is from studio head Chris Lee. Today I wanted to share an important Halo Infinite up, uh, development update with the community. We have made the difficult decision to shift our release to 2021 to ensure the team has adequate time to deliver a Halo game experience that meets our vision. The decision to shift our release is the result of multiple factors that have contributed to development challenges, including the ongoing the ongoing COVID-related impacts affecting us all this year. I want to acknowledge the hard work from our team at 343 Industries who have, remi- who have remained committed to making a great game and finding solutions to development challenges. However, it is not sustainable for the well-being of our team or the overall success of the game to ship this holiday. All right, so we've seen a lot of delays this this uh, 
this year, obviously, because of the pandemic and whatnot. Uh, I saw some people. So this was all over Twitter when I, when I woke up on Monday, probably at like five o'clock in the afternoon. Uh, I saw everybody retweeting this and quote tweeting this and whatnot. Everybody had some snarky things to say. I think yeah. I even had some snarky things to say. Um, one of the things I saw was people going, hey, remember how COVID isn't affecting anybody except Nintendo? Well, look at this. No, yeah. Where did you get that information? <laughs> it's because Nintendo straight up says, uh, we're delaying, we got delays, we're having problems because of the whole pandemic. Right. Nintendo was the only company that like really came out and said it. Yeah, and we've talked about yep. this before. Yeah. Other companies just have delays and they don't necessarily pin it on the pandemic. Like Cyberpunk never necessarily pinned it straight on the right. pandemic, but it's pretty clear that that had some sort of effect on it. Right. Well, Cyber Cyberpunk's a weird case because that game just keeps getting delayed for one reason right. or another. The pandemic is just another reason. Well, the first no. delay, probably not a pandemic problem. Second delay, probably a pandemic problem. Yeah. Um, yeah, so... I mean, Halo straight up coming out and saying it's a pandemic, uh, and we yeah. can't really fault them for that, you know. Yeah. Uh, they, they, I'm sure they were doing everything they could to get it out for the Series X. Uh, another thing of note is that the trailer uh, was getting, uh, you know, everybody Downloaded. hated. Yeah, everybody hated the, the trailer or the, the demo because uh, the graphics weren't that great. Right. Uh, and for a game that's in Xbox Series X launch title, it, it has to kind of... This is the thing that's going to sell everybody on the next generation. It's going to be the thing right. that sells everybody on those cool graphics. So the graphics not being that great is kind of a big deal. Especially Halo, which has always set like the benchmark for Xbox system graphics. Exactly. So uh, I understand why everybody's making fun of it. However, I think the game was probably going to be... The game is probably going to be amazing anyway. Uh, regardless of what the graphics look like, it's a Breath yeah. of the Wild situation. Everyone's like, oh, yeah. those, those, uh, why doesn't it look like my Skyrim? Yeah. Uh, I'm sure the game was going to play well regardless. Um, yeah, so it, I, I think it's, it, it might have ended, it could have ended up being a Mass Effect Andromeda situation where. Oh, yeah. Everybody makes fun of like the facial animations. Oh, look at this one part of the trailer. It looks really bad. And then the game yeah. comes out and that's all people can think about. And then they just downvote it to all hell. Yeah. So that this this time is probably to, you know, polish it as much as possible. In addition to like the pandemics, I'm sure that's that's a valid reason. But they probably want to polish it much more than they already have in order to ensure that it is a Halo experience worthy of the, the name Halo. Yeah, so uh is this delay because of the backlash they got for the trailer or is it because of COVID or is it both? I think it's both. Yeah. I think, I, I honestly think it's both. I think that because of the pandemic, they can't get to the offices and they can't really work the same way they normally can. So that's throwing a monkey wrench into their whole setup. But also too, you know, Microsoft throws a ton of money at Halo. They want to ensure that this is the, the best product it possibly can be, especially after Halo 5, the single-player campaign was not received very well. They, they want to ensure that this game is the Halo experience everybody wants it to be. So to delay it 
and make sure that it is, you know, it, pandemic or not, they would have wound up doing that, I think. Do you think, so wait, what was the last, uh, what was the first 343 Halo game? Four. Four? Okay. Halo 4, yeah. That, uh, for, what like I that. for what I understand, people just generally like that game, yeah. Halo 5, I know, had a, they said had a great multiplayer, single player campaign was abysmal. And the thing about Halo is it's one of the few first person shooter franchises that can successfully do both single player and multiplayer. It has a robust single player campaign and a robust multiplayer campaign. And fans genuinely like both versions. Yeah, I, I mean, so. I uh, I only know my friends having a big I mean, everybody loved ha the Halo 1 multiplayer but for land parties and whatnot. Yeah. Everybody loved 2, but everybody in my life really loved 3. Three was yeah. like the big boom in in Halo multiplayer. Uh, four, I mean, I think people started falling off by then. It, it was t it was taking too long for these Halo games to come out. Right, and I think also too once Bungie stopped making them, the the luster kind of wore off. Yeah, because now you got these upstarts. I think, but then Destiny know, baby. Yeah, I'm <laughs> glad Bungie stopped making Halo games. Destiny's great. I I think 343 like did a lot to prove themselves because like people like I said genuinely like Halo 4 and they've done a lot to turn around the Master Chief collection like people like love the Master Chief collection now mm -hmm. um but yeah 5 was a disappointment for many people and I think they just want 6 to be you know Halo back when it first came out or when Halo 3 came out the big the big ass event that everybody like lines up outside of Best Buy for the midnight release and things like that. I think a problem with that is that Halo set such a high bar for first-person shooters, and they kind of paved a way for first-person shooters on consoles. Yeah. And now everybody else has done first. There's been so much time since then. Everybody else has done the same formula because they've copied the formula right from Halo and yeah. adapted it a little bit. So now Halo, going back to its roots, won't really work. They have to... Yeah adapt in some way that is also still innovative in the genre that they kind of you know uh, uh, like defined defined basically. Yeah. yeah so yeah uh it, it's it's that's not easy <laughs> yeah so i understand why like five might have fallen off fallen off for people especially because it's a new studio yeah a new studio working on a genre defying game yeah. they had I no knew. business yeah on. so um but anyway i mean the trailer looked great i think the game's gonna be great i don't know how i feel about grappling hook but i'm sure it'll be i'm sure it'll play just fine. i don't know i to me the, the the gameplay demo didn't aside from the grappling hook it didn't do a lot to, to differentiate it from previous halo games they showed like the the map that it was more open yeah. but Aside from that, the the moment to moment gameplay still just looked like a regular Halo game. I'm sure that might be what most people want, but to a casual Halo player like myself, I saw no difference between that and the four games I own in the Master Chief collection. Right. So they need something. I guess they need to to do more to wow because Halo is the game for everyone. So. They need to do more to wow everyone and not just, you know, the people who play every version of Halo every time it comes out. They, they it's, it's a really hard balance between what makes Halo Halo and what can we do to push it forward. And yeah. sometimes 
I mean, they have to keep a lot of it there, but then sometimes they make the 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 the, the push forward, and it's a misstep. Like, what mm-hmm. if the grappling hook ends up being a bad idea? Yeah. Well, anyway, uh, everybody hated the graphics, and here's Craig. <laughs> <laughs> this is a brute that is from one of the screenshots that they used as a as a PR piece, I think. Like, I don't think this is just. Hold on, let me look. Let me make sure I'm not talking out of my ass here. Is this in the keep? No, I just I just looked this up. Okay. Uh, I remember seeing it on Halo's Twitter account, I believe, right after the they, they posted screenshots. Yeah. Like a four-tiled screenshot, uh, and I believe that this was one of them. Was it not? Oh, yeah, I re- I recognize that. Craig. Yes. <laughs> I remember it being a screenshot, but I want to make sure that I'm right about that because they, this would have been them trying to show, hey, look, uh, look at how good our game looks. And it clearly yeah. is like not that great of a model there. It's just a Halo brute. Yeah. But the internet took it and was like, hey, here's Craig. Just a <laughs> bad looking uh, Halo brute. Yeah. I can't find the the the, the tiled pictures of... The mm-hmm. tiled screenshots I'm thinking of. Uh, but anyway, uh, here's Craig. Uh, here's some memes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> here, oh, here he is. Here he is as the uh, Majora's Mask moon. Uh, <laughs> here he... <laughs> oh, this, is, this is a picture of uh, that Jesus painting that that woman painted over. Oh, yeah. And it says Bungie, and it's the normal painting, and then 343 yeah. Studios, and it's the garbage-looking one. Uh, poor Here he's with the three. banana. I don't like that one. Uh, oh, this is a good one. This is Thanos, PlayStation 5, Craig, <laughs> Xbox Series X, and Game Pass. Yeah. Yeah, that that's also not good, especially when your your direct competitor is releasing their new video game system around the same time as you, and you know your top tier game, your franchise, the franchise for your company, doesn't look up to snuff. Well, we'll get into that. But True. What is what's PlayStation's, uh, you know, industry leader? What's their like? Uh, what's what's their flagship title for this PlayStation Five launch? Ratchet and Spider Man, I think. For the launch, though, aren't those launching? I don't know, and we'll talk about that. Okay. But, but all right, here's the thing: PlayStation Five. They had their little uh, 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 showcase with all the PlayStation Five games. Yeah. Most of those games were multi-platform games. Right. Uh, in fact, the first one they showed was Grand Theft Auto V, which came yeah. out two generations ago by now. Uh, um, Xbox Series X, their little showcase they had was all games coming to Series X, mm-hmm. and all of those games are part of Game Pass. Yes. So they had a lot more stuff packed in there. Mm-hmm. However, all I care about are the launch titles. Right. Uh, as As of right now, anyway. Uh, also, right after 343 came out and said, we're going to have to delay Halo. Well, actually, like this, like within hours of them saying that, Microsoft put out a little blog post. Yes. 
they said because they knew because everybody was like all right if halo's getting delayed what does that mean for the launch of series x and microsoft or news.xbox.com straight up said xbox series x launches this november they're doubling down they're <laughs> yeah like, they're like still going we're still yeah, ahead you're not getting halo but we're still coming out so it's launching by with- now yeah. Xbox Series X launches this November with thousands of games spanning four generations. I mean, there, there's a good way to get you to buy, to get people to buy a system, and that's to promise a lot of games. And if you're tapping into your entire back catalog, or at least a majority of it, that's that's that looks good. I don't but- think. I don't well, think this is the way. <laughs> well, well, we'll 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 get into it. We'll we'll see what the article says, and then we'll all right talk about it more. Today we announced updates to Halo Infinite's launch timing. Our vision at Xbox and 343 Industries has always been to deliver the most ambitious Halo game for our fans, while also balancing the team's well-being. I think that's very smart, and I think that's very mm-hmm. good of you. To do that, we will need some more time to finish the critical work necessary to launch Halo Infinite, which will come in 2021. Craig's got to take a little nappy poo, <laughs> and he'll be back in 2021. He'll be well rested. We have plenty to keep you busy until Chief arrives. There will be thousands of games to play spanning four generations when Xbox Series X launches globally this November, and over 100 optimized for Xbox Series X titles built to take full advantage of our most powerful console uh our plan for this year oh okay so 100 optimized xbox series x titles are planned for this year not at launch but this this year yeah uh 2020 and with the brand new console features like hardware accelerated direct x ray tracing frame rates up to 120 frames per second faster loading times and quick resume for multiple games playing will look and feel better no matter which games you choose to play on day one uh okay uh bullet point more than 50 new games planned for this year across generations and optimized for xbox series x including assassin's creed valhalla dirt 5 grant uh gears tactics yakuza like a dragon and watchdogs legion with smart delivery you only have to buy these games once to play the best version for your console across generations bullet point <laughs> new games developed for xbox series x and launching with xbox game pass including exclusives like the medium scorn tetris effect connected and more i'll note that those i'm pretty sure are the only three launch titles confirmed and then the <laughs> end more is just whatever yeah bullet point more than 40 popular games newly optimized to take full advantage of xbox series x such as destiny 2 uh, Forza Horizon 4, Gears 5, Ori and the Will of the Wisps, Madden, NFL 21, and more. A shared library of great games through Xbox Game Pass. Uh, play thousands of games across four generations of content. Uh, that's it. Whether you've played four years or have just recently picked up a controller, we can't wait for you to see and feel the first big step into game uh, gaming's next generation with Xbox Series X this November. So basically what this is, is Microsoft going, look, we know the one game you wanted to play isn't coming out this year. But don't worry, because we're overcompensating with all of these other games. Some of them you might already own. Yes. Uh, 
they're going the numbers route. Yeah. Which is good. Uh, I mean, it, I, it's kind of their only move. Yeah. Um, I think, like, we know that PlayStation doesn't have the the same sort of catalog or backwards compatibility that Microsoft has been pushing. Right. Um. My, I mean, they got more long. They they got more exclusives, or I guess more good exclusives. Mm-hmm. PlayStation. Uh, but they don't. They they haven't been building the same sort of catalog or service that Microsoft has been doing. Correct. They have uh, PlayStation Now, but as far as we know, that's really only a PlayStation Four thing. I don't think they've said it's coming to PlayStation Five um, anytime soon. Uh, it's gonna support backwards compatibility with PS Four games, but they have never really been clear. Mark Cerny said the top 100 games will be playable uh, right out the gate, but then they backpedaled and said uh, the majority of them will be. We still don't really know what that means. I don't think they were expecting The Last of Us and Ghost of Tsushima to be top 100 games already. Yeah. So uh, they have to very quickly make those PlayStation 5 compatible if they want to uh, stick to their word. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, this is... I mean, I think... There's always one game at launch that makes you think, I need this system because I need this game. Yeah. You got Tetris. You got Wii Sports. <laughs> you got, I don't know. I don't know any other Halo, Halo, for Halo, other consoles. Halo was, True. Halo Combat Evolved was the launch game for the original Xbox. And, and that's what you, when you thought Xbox, you thought Halo. Exactly. Um, so to this day, when you think Xbox, you think Halo. Yeah. Which is crazy because Bungie was a was a Mac company. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, it's kind of a big blow not being able to have a Halo at, at yeah. launch. So that brings the question: What are the Xbox Series X launch titles? Luckily, Kotaku Australia did the work for us. Oh crikey! And they said, well, I mean, it's the same thing that that the Microsoft website said. Medium, yeah. Scorn, and Tetris Effect. Those are the yeah. only Xbox launch titles. These games will be available on X- Xbox Game Pass at launch. The yeah. Medium is uh, Bloober Team's new psychological puzzler featuring a medium crossing between worlds. I'll note, that was the coolest looking game yes. out of the whole Xbox showcase. Absolutely. Um that might, I mean, that's not going to be a system seller, but I think that's the game everyone's going to be talking about uh, when the Series X launches. They should push it a little more. Yeah. That should be in front of everybody's face because mm-hmm. that game looks freaking amazing. Scorn is a horror shooter inspired by the gloomy works of H.R. Geiger. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Uh, and Tetris Effect Connected is a multiplayer expansion for hit puzzle Tetris Effect. Uh, that game is going to be good. Everybody loves yeah. Tetris Effect. And yeah, this is like a multiplayer one, and everybody loves Tetris 99, so mm-hmm. uh, that's going to be cool. But that's not exactly, you know, showcasing the hardware. Yeah. <laughs> also available at launch will be Yakuza Like a Dragon, although the release date is yet to be officially confirmed. So what does that mean? Is it going to be there or not? It'll probably be within the launch window, quote-unquote. <laughs> So like, well, is the launch date not confirmed because it's 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 gonna come out with Xbox Series X or what? I just think Sega hasn't like 
labeled a firm date yet. They probably want it to launch around the same time, but it'll, it might launch before and just be a smart delivery game, or it could launch in December after right. the Series X launches. So this is what happens with brand new consoles is that mm -hmm. uh, the launch titles, it's always, it's always meager. It's always not too much. But then yeah. within the following weeks... And during that holiday season, we start to see some games rolling. Yeah. Uh, and this, this says, despite the lack of exclusives, the console will still have other playable games. Backwards mm -hmm. compatibility has done a core focus for Microsoft, has been a core focus for Microsoft through both Xbox. Yeah, we said all this already. Okay. Um, according to the Wikipedia page for Yakuza Like a Dragon, uh, it already came out in Japan in January. Uh, it's scheduled for a worldwide release on November 13th. That that means Windows, PS4, and Xbox One. So, but November thirteenth is not necessarily when the Series X is going to launch. Okay, so so the next gen uh, skew they don't have mm -hmm. a, they don't have a date for. Right. I guess they just haven't specifically said a launch title. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I was going to play the trailer, but Sega likes to likes to get us for those not yeah. sega like atlas and those people which is owned by sega <laughs> yeah anyway so the only hard launch titles we have are those three uh yes the medium uh scorn and tetris effect that's it there's a lot of other games there's a there's a whole lot of other games coming to series x but not specifically on launch which is kind of sad but it makes you think what PlayStation 5 titles are actually coming out at launch. What PlayStation 5 titles are actually coming out at launch, Bob? So I, ha I had uh, I had an article that, that was like, these are the PlayStation 5 launch titles, and all of them were wrong. <laughs> uh, so I got this Eurogamer list. All PlayStation mm -hmm. 5 launch games on release. Here are the confirmed PlayStation 5 games confirmed to launch alongside the console so far, the date of which has yet to be confirmed aside from 2020. And this was updated, I think, today. Astro's Playroom, coming preloaded on PlayStation 5, so you're going to have go. it already when you buy the PlayStation 5. And Fortnite. <laughs> and that's it. I think the problem is because <laughs> neither company has given a hard, firm date on when these systems are coming out. So game publishers are a bit cagey on announcing when the game True. is coming out as well. True. We're going to see more launch titles as yeah. we learn more. I think... Now that we know that the Series X is coming out in November, I think we'll start to see some more developers say that our game will also come out in November, launching on Series X. And once Microsoft gives a specific date, then everybody will start doing the same. And I think once, I think now that Microsoft has given us uh, a window for Series X, it's they coming out in November, November. Yeah. Sony can now then come out and say, PlayStation 5 will launch November 14th uh, worldwide or whatever. I'm going to say Xbox Series X, November 20th. That's my that's my prediction. Because it's got to be before Black Friday, and it can't possibly be Black Friday. Right. So it's going to be November 20th. That's I know. the latest they could do. I'll see if I can look it up. But all of the Xbox consoles have launched in November. And it's usually around like the twentieth. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, a lot of people think Miles Morales is a PlayStation 5 launch title. I thought it was. It says launches holiday 2020. Okay. It could be a PlayStation 5 launch title. It hasn't been uh, specifically stated that it's a launch title, though. Right. Uh, there are a lot of games, though, that are like that. Mm-hmm. Well, Horizon Forbidden West is coming out in 2021. Yeah. So not that. I think we might learn that Spider-Man's coming out as a as a launch title. But it's weird for them to not just explicitly say this will be here at launch. Yeah. Is placed is a uh freaking uh Grand Theft Auto 5 going to be a launch title? I don't think so. There's no reason for it not to be. And what about bug snacks? Oh bug yeah, that's, snacks, that's as, important. As the name suggests, the next gen game, the next game from Octodad developer Young Horses, brings you to an island where its inhabitants are full of bugs, full of snacks. Coming holiday 2020. It's also going to be on PS4. So yeah, don't worry, guys. You don't need the best hardware for that one. Stray uh, is coming out in 2021. That's the one with the cat. Yeah. Uh, where's Grand Theft Auto? It's not on here. All right. The original Xbox came out November 15th. The 360 came out November 22nd. And the Xbox One also came out November 22nd. Okay. And those are all Fridays, probably. I think so. Uh, so Grand Theft Auto 5, a next-gen version of Grand Theft Auto 5 and Grand Theft Auto Online will offer a range of technical improvements, visual upgrades, and performance enhancements when it launches in the second half of 2021. On PlayStation 5, a standalone version of Grand Theft Auto Online will be ex- will be free exclusively during the first three months of release. So that's not coming out till next year. Yeah. So that means we're not seeing a Grand Theft Auto game for a while. <laughs> Still. <laughs> But but really, is that really a big deal that you're not seeing a game you've I think already had a game you've already seen? No, I mean a new Grand Theft Auto game. That means a new Grand oh. Theft Auto game is being pushed even further out. Oh yeah, no, we're not seeing Grand Theft Auto Six until the PlayStation Six. I'm calling it now. Oh uh, yeah, here's another thing. Uh, Sony always wins in the chat. <laughs> says i think the new cod will be a, a next gen launch day thing what month does call of duty usually come out of uh, october i want to say okay so that could that's a potential for yeah. next gen launch title i remember playstation 4 battlefield 4 was one of the launch titles yeah um another thing i wanted to say uh one of the guys at uh, whoever made Call, uh, Call of Duty Warzone. I don't remember who freaking made that mm-hmm. game. Um, one of the people there said that they are going to have Warzone on next gen and it's going to be uh, enhanced for next gen or whatever that means. Um, but people are kind of skewing his words and saying that it's going to be a launch title. Call of Duty Warzone is going to be at launch on the next yeah. gen consoles. I couldn't find any hard evidence that they actually said that. I couldn't find a quote of them saying that. Um, so it's possible, and I really hope that Warzone is a launch title because that's the game I'm going to probably play the most on mm-hmm. the new console when it launches, but uh, can't confirm it. So basically, 
What I'm trying to say is just because Halo isn't on the Series X at launch doesn't mean that the Series X is in trouble because Sony doesn't have anything good at launch either, at least yeah. as of right now. They will have Miles Morales, which is which launching this holiday is a big deal. Yes. If Xbox can get something for the holidays that'll get people interested, that'll be a big deal. I think but, just because a, a game isn't coming out the same day as the system isn't really a big deal as it once was. I think as long as it's coming out within the launch window, and by that, because sometimes developers like to stretch the launch window for like the entire year. As long as it comes out uh, in November, December, I think they could still have like a successful holiday. Right. Right. I think the fact that um, it's uh, the, the Series X has a lot of games mm-hmm. that might sell some people, but really it's just the one game usually is what gets people selling, gets people right. sold on it. Also, I mean, the I'm thinking about the Xbox 360 generation. The Xbox 360... Uh, won that war at least in america because all all of your friends had it yeah because if you want to play online with your friends you needed to have an xbox uh 360 yeah um and they kind of uh pioneered online they were like the the industry leader in online uh multiplayer yeah. mm-hmm. they could do that again if the service if their service-based stuff becomes like an ecosystem you can't really avoid uh they could uh get the top of the market again but yeah uh i don't know i i once again it's still too early to tell what the hell's gonna happen i think i think once we get price for both and a launch date yeah then we'll be able to tell a little more also as uh sony always wins points out in the chat (laughs) i was gonna read uh, that launch lineups have never been historically great and he's not wrong sometimes he meant specifically sony oh yeah well, I think in general, because sometimes you'll get a game that is very good, like when the Switch launched with Breath of the Wild or when the original Xbox launched with Halo. But I remember I was reading an article the other day on the PlayStation 2 launch, mm-hmm. and most of those games are crap. Yeah, I was going to say, what did that have like early on? It had it, it had it, that one puzzle game. Yeah, that was one it? puzzle Cause, game. Because I, I saw that in friggin' Babbage's Hold or on, me... games all the time. Lumino, I always Luminous? That was the PSP. I'm thinking of the Firework game. Is that Meteos or, or Luminous? Luminous? Uh, no, because... No. Because uh, that's the PSP game. I think you're thinking of, like... I'm just going to look Frequen- up the Frequency! Time. Frequency! It was Frequency. I don't remember that. I'm not either. wrong. <laughs> Fantavision. That's that's what I meant. I meant Fantavision. Yeah, Fantavision. Yeah, because I'm thinking of because that's from, I think that's from Harmonix, and then they went to go make Amplitude. Uh, doesn't say. Yeah, this is the one. This is the one I saw in uh, on all the kiosks. Yeah. For PlayStation Two, this looks. This was beautiful back then. I was like, yeah. wow, look at all these graphics. Now it looks horrible. Uh. <laughs> Time Splitters 1 was a PlayStation 2 launch game. Nobody remembers Time Splitters 1, though. No, I only remember Time Splitters 2. Yeah. 
There's a lot yeah. of games here, though. Yeah, it's These are a lot of games. Armored Core 2, Dynasty Warriors 2, which I remember playing. The original no Unreal Tournament? No. Yeah, that's what it says, according to IGN. Oh, wow. I remember playing Dynasty Warriors 2 at the demo kiosk at Nobody Beats the Wiz. So <laughs> old we're talking here. ESPN, Winter X Games, Snowboarding, Eternal Ring, Evergrace, Fantavision, as we've established. There's a lot of games here. Yeah, Kessen. I remember the box art for Kessen. Never seen what that game actually looks like. SSX was one of them. Yes. Oh, yes. That's a great game. I'll note, though, none of these games are like that great. Yeah. There's no like There's no like 9 out of 10s on here. Yeah. I maybe, mean, maybe SSX, was, yeah. Well, SSX was good, but the problem is then you had SSX Tricky and then SSX 3, much mm -hmm. better games. Time Splitters might have been good. Time Splitters 2 was one of the best games of that generation. Right. So, yeah, all of these games are like uh, Ridge Racer 5. I'm sure nobody really, that's nobody's favorite Ridge Racer. <laughs> uh, Street Fighter EX3. Again, nobody's favorite Street Fighter. So what made PlayStation 2 appealing to so many people at first? I think it was price and the DVD player. Mm. Forgot about that. Yeah. That's the thing. Like a lot of these systems, it's not the launch lineup that does it. It's some other factor. Here you go, baby. It does it. Have 4K Netflix part of Game Pass. And then you pay a little Ooh. bit extra. That's what you do. There you go. Sell like hotcakes. Yeah. Netflix yeah. will never go for that, though. Because the 360, in addition, the reason why it was the game, it was the game system all your friends had uh, was because it was cheaper and because they sold a much better online experience. I got a question it. for you, Will. You're, you, you know a lot about these services. How come... My Spotify comes with a bundle with Hulu. Probably because Spotify worked out a deal with Hulu. They should do that with Game Pass. I'm sure they could. That would be that would sell. That would be it. That would yeah. be that would be like putting a DVD player in the console. Yeah, I think Spotify right now because my Xbox Music no longer exists. It just links to your Spotify. And PlayStation Music no longer exists. It just links to your Spotify. Right. So I think there would be some sort of... It would be like a weird legal thing. Because if Microsoft was able to get Spotify on their system, Sony would have to team up with uh, Apple Music or YouTube Music or someone else. And neither one of those is as popular as Spotify is. So... That could actually be a favor in Microsoft's side if they did that. So, Will, I was on uh, the Fanatics 4 podcast called Directly to You uh, yes. a few weeks ago. Uh -huh. And we did a fun little game where we ranked the launch lineups for all of the Nintendo consoles. Okay. Uh, you will be surprised how many great launch titles there were uh -huh. for the Game Boy Advance. There was like... I. I know a handful of them off the top of my head. There was Super Mario Advance, which is debatable if you consider that great because it's Mario 2. Yeah, that's... No. Or do, or Doki Doki Panic <laughs> if you're Bob. Um, <laughs> Castlevania... Yes. Uh, Circle of the Moon is a great yes. game. Um, yes. It has like a 90-something like a on Metacritic. It's better now because you can play it on GBA screens that you can actually see. 
because the big criticism of that was it was the graphics were so dark uh you couldn't really see it on the game boy screen but you play it now on a backlit gba and it, it looks fantastic uh tony hawk 2 launched on the gba uh, and everybody loved that version of the game i'm looking at i think the original i think it's the original tony hawk but it's it's still everybody loved it on the gba it, it was it was, it was tony it was definitely tony hawk 2 because i remember a friend had it well ign uh says otherwise ign are liars but they also don't have castlevania on here yeah so i think they're wrong they are wrong it's it's tony hawk 1 and 2 came out on the game Boy oh Color, this article is from 2001 yeah there you go Tony Hawk 1 and 2 came out on the Game Boy Color, which we had. Neither one of those are good. Uh, and then Tony Hawk 2 onward was GBA. I think the first Tony Hawk came out on both. It didn't. You can... okay, here's a new article. Uh, Game Boy Advance. Tony Hawk 2, you're right. IGN's yep. wrong. There you go. Don't ever question me that, again. But that's rated really high on Metacritic, like surprisingly it is. high. No, it is. Those. It's shocking how well reviewed those games were on GBA. Also, F Zero Maximum Velocity. F Zero Maximum Velocity. Uh, I'm trying to think. Rayman. Rayman. One. Yeah. Fire Pro. I'll just read them. Uh, Army Man Advance, Choo Choo Rocket, Dodgeball Advance, uh, F-Zero, Fire Pro Wrestling, Fortress, High Heat Baseball, uh, Iridion 3D, Pitfall, The Mayan Adventure, uh, Rayman, Mm. Ready to Rumble, Boxing Round 2, Super Mario Advance, Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2, Top Gear GT Champion, and Tweety and the Magic Jewel. And that's it. And then Japan got... Kudu 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 Ian and uh Napoleon. Yeah. Anyway. Um I mean, at least when you see Nintendo, you see one super amazing game that everybody needs to get the console for. Mm-hmm. And then a bunch of crap. Yeah. Or in the case of in case of the Nintendo 64, literally one super amazing game that at you, all yeah period. and then <laughs> pilot wings <laughs> yeah and everyone's gonna be like oh man but pilot wings 64 was very good yeah but mario 64 pilot wings there's literally two games yeah and obviously you're gonna get the mario one the 3ds had almost nothing it had literally yes. just pilot wings resort and you know what that game got a bad rating but i freaking loved that game i thought that game was awesome so stuff like that like with the game boy advance there was never that none of those games were like i mean those games were great but none of them were like i need to get this console to get this game yeah it's just that it was called the game boy so everyone's like oh i need this for the for the brand the game boy advance so you knew it was the next version of the game boy in terms of playstation everybody's buying a playstation 2 because it's got a dvd player in it yeah (laughs) so uh, it's possible that the service is the reason why everybody's going to get one of the consoles this, right. this generation. Unless Sony really knocks it out of the park with a great launch title. Like, for example, Spider-Man Miles Morales. Right. Also, neither, neither console has announced the price. And they're both waiting yes. on the other company to announce it first. <laughs> so yes. that they can come in and offer it at $100 less. Yeah, I think uh, that's also going to be a big deciding factor. 
depending on how yeah. big the the difference is. How, who do you think is going to cave first? I think Microsoft knows. I think Microsoft's confident. I think Microsoft knows this is all we. This is as low as we can do, mm-hmm. and we did a good job. I think Sony is the ones that are afraid of of announcing the price. Right. Uh, so I think Microsoft is going to announce the price uh, when they're good and ready to. I I, I, th- I think that Microsoft has a date. They're like, this is the time. And Sony is like, we're still waiting. We're yeah. still waiting. So anyway, again, we have no idea what's yes. happening with these consoles still, even though we got like two months. Uh, bottom line, if you really need your Halo experience... Uh, this year, what you can do, and I put this in the keep so that you can show it on screen. Oh, I see it. You, you go to HasbroPulse.com, and you can pre-order yourself a Nerf MA40 um, submachine gun. It is a Nerf replica of Master Chief's MA40 uh, blaster, as they call it, because they can't call it a, a submachine gun. Um but the Nerf Halo MA40 Blaster is inspired by the one in Halo Infinite, capturing the look of the blaster from the next chapter in this legendary video game franchise. Pause. The look of the blaster in the game is black. <laughs> <laughs> they had to make it fanciful so that you know, yeah. nobody gets shot trying to have this thing. Challenge opponents to this motorized clip-fed blaster that unleashes 10 darts clip in a row. Fed. Yeah. It comes, with, it comes with a removable 10-dart clip and 10 official Nerf darts, enough to fully load the clip. The Halo Nerf uh, MA40 Blaster includes a game card with a code to unlock a digital asset in the Halo game. To start playing, hold down the acceleration button to power up the blaster's motor, then press the trigger to fire one dart. Press the trigger again to fire another dart. <laughs> it comes with a rail riser, that attaches to the blaster's tactical rail so you can customize the blaster with nerf accessories not included. So it's semi-auto. Yes. And it's clip loaded. Well, yes. I need to I need to up my nerf game so I can shoot your daughter. <laughs> Yo, let let me let me get her some nerf guns first. <laughs> let I me need, teach her be, how to how to, to use the nerf uncle. gun. Yeah, I, I know you do. So, I don't know. But, I saw a video today of a, of a dude with like basically like a Nerf machine gun. Yeah, it was slow motion, and there was a toddler that could barely walk, and he was just <laughs> annihilating this poor baby. A friend of mine sent me a picture of a dude had a had a Nerf Gatling gun, but he had like the the chain of Nerf darts was like wrapped around in a bundle that was as big as the dude was. Oh, I did see. I saw that. And my friend's like, "Why didn't we ever have this?" And I'm just like. You try picking all that up. I, I, somebody sent me that, and I said, Uncle Bob's coming over. <laughs> this is only $50. That's not bad. It's not bad for um, a motorized, specifically, uh, Nerf gun. And license. Yeah, and, and license. Yes. All right. Well, anyway, that's it. Everybody hold your horses until we know about price and whatnot. Yeah. Please, new consoles. Uh, we got Super Chats. Mm-hmm. Hytham G, 10 bucks. What does this mean for Xbox Series X without Halo as their launch line? We just said all this. And in the future, could Microsoft do more collaboration with Nintendo while focusing on Xbox things and have some sort of the Xbox games on Switch and PlayStation? Um, well, I think, you know, just reiterating this holiday season, Microsoft's got to 
do a lot more work to get people to buy a Series X now because Halo's not coming out. Um, in terms of collaborating with Nintendo, that has to be on pause right now. They want to sell Series Xs, and they just lost their their golden ticket for the launch window. So I'd imagine that any partnership with any other platform, uh, aside from Windows, obviously, is on pause until they can get enough people buying Series Xs, or they can see how many people have bought Series Xs. Um, I think the only I, I think Nintendo is not willing to work with anybody right now. Well, well. It, I, I, let me rephrase that. Nintendo is not willing to put their IP anywhere right now. They're exactly. perfectly comfortable being exclusive to the Switch because it's working out really, really well for them. Yeah. Microsoft seems to be cool putting things on whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I think right now they need some exclusives like Halo for for their new console. Mm-hmm. But I think there's nothing wrong with xCloud going to other freaking consoles. I don't think there's anything no, wrong with that. No, but again, they they want to sell it as a as a Microsoft thing. So they're pushing right now. They're pushing it for Android, mm-hmm. um, but I guarantee you they'll be pushing it for Xbox and Windows PC very soon. Um, Whether or not it, they extend to uh, Switch, let's say that all depends on how it does on the other platforms. I think Nintendo might have the same problems that something like uh, uh, Apple had. Mm-hmm. Where the terms of service is like wonky, but Nintendo doesn't seem to really care about the eShop. No, <laughs> they just yeah, no. Nintendo seems to be much more open to things like that now. So, I mean, put it to you this way: Nintendo, for their own titles, if you're online, you want to use voice chat, you have to use their stupid ass phone app. Yes, but everyone else doesn't have to. They can just plug a headphone into the console itself. Yeah. And people so, forget about that. Yeah. People forget that that's a thing. And by people, I mean Nyko and other third-party develop, uh, third-party uh, hardware people. Yeah. Maka in the chat says, Hyperscape on PS4, and it's not bad. I forgot. I mean, I knew it was coming to console, but I forgot that it was that it's soon. It's there. It's on PS4. Yeah. I can't log into my PS4 account anywhere ever but my PS4. So I'll download that tonight and see how it is. Uh, maybe I'll stream it tomorrow. There you go. Um, I've never touched the game, but I've wanted to try it. That and uh, I want to try Rogue Company, but I kind of I have a code, but I don't like that it's paid right now. Mm. It's the paid beta, and I hate yeah. that. I, I'm kind of like purposely boycotting it because I think that that's stupid. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Oh, also news on uh on a uh, Rogue Company. Doctor Disrespect is making a map. He used to be a level designer for Call of Duty. Right. Uh, he said, let me make a level for you guys. And they said, all right, you have 24 hours. Make make a map. And he did. Yeah. And it looks pretty cool. And they're like, okay, now you have a week to model it. And he's like, okay. Damn. So he's actually going to do it. And he's actually might have a level in Rogue Company. Also, I watched Dr. Disrespect today play Fall Guys. Yeah. It's really hard not to call it Fallout Guys. Um. <laughs> And I was expecting him to absolutely hate that game, and he actually enjoyed himself. Really? Even though he yelled the whole time. Anyway, $5 from Moldo- Moldovan Navy. Mold- Moldo- Moldovan Navy. Um, you had as much trouble as I did. I want to point yeah, that out. I, I, I <laughs> Keep up the good work. Thank you. Thank you. We will. Two ruples from Mario 
Pereira. Sure. New game, this. PS4, Switch, and Xbox called 112C. Damn it. <laughs> they got us again. Yeah. Uh, okay. That, maybe you should just stream that game so they stop. Oh, you know what? Should I pull it up on, on screen and, and make fun of it? Because there's no... How could this... With a, with a marketing budget like that, Will? <laughs> how could this game be any good? Watch. It's like... Watch, I get I get a cease and desist. Yeah. Oh, this looks pretty cool. <laughs> it's an 8-bit aesthetic. You know how I feel about that. You hate it. It looks even smaller than 8-bit. Those pixels are yeah. gigantic. I have no idea what the what the point of the game is, though. It looks like a puzzle game. Hmm. Too much transitions in the trailer. Do something about that, guys. <laughs> Like so, it's like they just figured out how Windows Movie Maker works. Yeah, this is on the PlayStation YouTube channel. A lot of stuff is on the PlayStation YouTube channel. It has seventy four thousand views. Yeah, clearly their marketing budget isn't going into enough live podcasts <laughs> or the trailer. Yeah, uh, how much is it? Uh, is it's it... five bucks on the Switch. Oh. Make it a dollar, like a, or two dollars, like a dog or I. Yeah. Um. All right. Next news. Okay. Xbox Series X controller. We know what it looks like. We already. Oh did. boy! Yeah. Now there's a white one. Robot white. Wow. Microsoft's new Xbox Series X console. Uh. No. Microsoft's new Xbox Series S console confirmed in leaked controller packaging. Oh. I missed this part of the news. What? I thought it was literally just the controller that we were going to be talking about. I had no idea that a new console has been confirmed well, because of the controller. Yeah, so that that's the that's the whole thing. And this all makes sense now because I was like, oh, cool, they're going to have a white version. No, it, uh, it, well, probably an S version. Microsoft is rumored to be <laughs> unveiling its second cheaper next generation Xbox console this month, and it looks like it will definitely be called the Xbox Series X. The Verge has obtained photos of Microsoft's new next gen Xbox controller in white, complete with packaging that mentions the Xbox Series X. Twitter user Zach S was S. able to Zach S. No, no, was able to never mind continue continue sorry he was zach was able to purchase the controller today and we've confirmed it's genuine the new controller was sold on a re on a resale site today and the side of the packaging notes that the controller works with both the xbox series x and the xbox series s consoles microsoft has not officially unveiled the series s yet nor has the company even confirmed a white xbox series x controller so there you see the packaging and documentation that comes with it. And it says on the side for uh, Xbox Series X slash S, Xbox One, Windows 10, Android, iOS. Oh, that's cool that it'll work on last gen. Yeah. Uh, 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 go ahead. No, I'll continue, please. please I was just going to read the rest of the article. Go ahead. If you think... Uh, a mysterious white Xbox Series X controller also appeared online last month, complete with a new D-pad, textured uh, texture triggers, and a share button. Uh, this new leak matches the previous controller leak, and the retail packaging suggests 
that these could be appearing in stores soon. The Xbox Series S will likely be Microsoft's second cheaper next-gen Xbox that's been co-named Lockhart. A Microsoft document leaked back in June shed some further light on the company's plan for two next-gen consoles. Microsoft's Xbox Series X dev kit, codenamed Dante, allows game developers to enable special Lockhart, Lockhart mode that has a profile of the performance that Microsoft wants to hit with its second console. And then it goes on to list the specs of Lockhart. Uh, Microsoft won't comment on how the next-gen controller uh, has leaked. We have a lot in store uh, for Xbox in 2020 and can't wait to share it with you, says a Microsoft spokesperson in a statement to The Verge. However, we have nothing to announce at this time. So something that's weird to me. Mm -hmm. Uh, They have a picture of the manual. It says how to put the batteries in and turn on the controller. And then it tells you how to power on an Xbox Series X, an Android phone, and a laptop. Why wouldn't they put a little design of the Series S? That seems weird to me. Mm. Unless the Series S looks very similar to the X. It, yeah, it would have I, to look the same. I I think it sounds to me like this month they're going to announce that the S exists, but they're not going to announce what it looks like or anything, and it's not going to come out till next year. That's what I think. Maybe. So I feel like that might not be a good move, though, because Sony's planning on announcing on releasing both of their PlayStation Fives at the same time. Uh, I think that Sony isn't intending on competing in that way. Like it, like this is going to like a Series S is going to be significantly cheaper. Right. The all digital version of the PlayStation Five is not going to be significantly cheaper. If anything, it'll just be marginally cheaper. Right. Um, another thing, how come nobody guessed that it would be called the Series S? I've never heard that before, and that sounds so obvious now. <laughs> I feel like that... I've heard Series S before. I have not. It Because it, it, like you said, it, it is the obvious name for yeah. it. <laughs> you know? And also, I kind of... I'm okay with this messaging that there's the X, which is the expensive one, and the S, which is the not so expensive one. Right. Because we're used to that from the last generation. Right. I think if you're going to do it, that's that's reasonable. Yeah. My only guess as to why they would do Series S, like launch it next year, is because they want people to get the you know the expensive high powered one first before they introduce you know, the supposedly cheaper, less powered version. They could. Here's a little a little thing. I don't know if they'd be able to do this, but mm-hmm. they should make Halo a launch title for the Series S. Yes. And then make a little uh, Halo Edition Series S. That'd be cool. Mm. I don't know if they'd be able to, though. I mean, they have to fire... They have to probably make this come out quicker. Yeah. And, you know, whatever. Um... Where do you? They said they got this from a online retailer. Yeah, that's a reseller. Where a Give... resale site? Yeah, that's what confuses me. How did this get out? This is a fully packaged product that a dude was able to buy. Yeah, uh, give it to me. Hmm. 
Microsoft created a white Xbox One exclusive for employees. Oh, no. No. Uh, I'm yeah. trying to find, because I think, yeah, Zach S. also was able to successfully pair it to his Xbox One. This is just some dude. On, he's just some guy. Yeah. Uh, I found the Twitter thread. Yeah, I found he, it too. He found it on OfferUp and got it for $35. Brand new still inbox Xbox One controllers. Are you crazy? Somebody just thought this was an Xbox One controller. I mean, they to be fair, at a glance, they look very similar. But again, it's at a glance. If you're holding the box in your hand, you can see the differences. The box clearly says... Well, it doesn't actually doesn't clear. It just says Xbox on the front. My girl told me it was either her or my Oreo milkshake. I think about her sometimes. That's one of his <laughs> tweets. He could have just photoshopped this dude. He's a man of the people. This could be fake. I highly doubt it. Well, let's see. How can we confirm? Uh, so what website was this on? OfferUp? Yeah. Let's go to Google. I doubt it's, I doubt it's going to be there now. Uh, give me a cached version of the site or something, you know? Let's see here. Offer up a brand, brand new still in box Xbox One controllers. Uh, it's just going to be all. Can I do yeah. site? Site offer up. Nope. This is all giving me stuff in like the, the New York area. OfferUp is an app though. Well, I'm on their website. Where's this guy from? He's from Chicago. Is there a Microsoft office in Chicago? Chicago. Chicago? I need confirmation this is actually on OfferUp and he didn't just Photoshop this. Because it's very... He could very easily have just Photoshopped all of this. Well, no, he has it in his hand here. He's has it is he has it in his hand. There's a video of him holding it. There's a picture of him uh syncing it to his Xbox. Yeah, I don't know. This this is uh, this would be very elaborate. Yeah. Yeah, it's also the the pictures are not great. But that I mean they do that on purpose. I don't know, dude. I pretty sure this is the real deal yeah this looks too good this looks yeah. too good to be fake that's so in order for somebody must have like stolen that from the microsoft office or whatever mm -hmm. and just put it on put it on the store for everybody to use for everybody to buy and this dude happened to buy it yeah, I'm, uh, somebody could have just stolen it from the yeah from Microsoft. That's so that's bizarre. That's how do you like? God, that's so such luck to just be on yeah. offer and be like, oh, that's a new thing. Yeah, that shouldn't be sold. 
Uh, Excise says, OfferUp is generally better than Craigslist because of ratings and verifying phone information and profile information better for buyers and sellers. Also has shipping built in on OfferUp. No, oh, there you go. I'm a top seller who was featured by OfferUp, though. Yo, Excise then, can you confirm if that is like, if there's anything wrong with that listing? Does it look weird to you? Yeah. Or is, is that legit? Uh, here it is again. I mean, it looks legit to me. It's just the only thing that would be messed up is like where he would have to cut it out and stuff. Yeah. And like the 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 way the pictures are here. Maybe here. I don't know. I mean, look, I, nothing's making it look not legit to me. Forty dollars. This guy got a deal on it too. Yeah. All right, well, anyway, that's wild. Uh, again, probably not going to see a Series S for, for... I mean, oh, I don't know. Why would they sell the controller so soon? That means that they have them and that they're, they're going to be somewhere. Well, again, the box itself, all the box says is Xbox on the front. Right. It doesn't say the specific system. I think... You know, they'll probably announce the Series S sometime soon. Mm-hmm. They, now they kind of have to, but they're, they're not, they might not sell it right away, but they'll say, they're basically saying, like, if you buy this controller now, it is guaranteed to work for the Series S when it does come out. That's true. This could just be uh, a white version of the Xbox One X controller, uh, the Xbox Series X controller. Yeah. It's like when they announced the Elite C- uh, version two. Mm-hmm. I was going to call it the season two. The, the Elite version 2, they said it, this will work with the next generation Xbox. Mm-hmm. Even though they hadn't really announced what that was yet. Yeah. So really, it's not like they have to do anything to make it a Series S controller. It, yeah. they, it, it's just the Series X controller. It's just white. Yeah. So they'll probably sell it at launch with the Xbox Series X. Yeah. That's weird. That's weird. The whole situation's weird. Yeah. Uh, Excise says, can't confirm, but you can get info from the seller's rate, seller ratings and reputation. Well, they blocked out the seller. That's why I say offer is better than Craigslist. Okay. Yeah. Uh, let's move on here. Mm-hmm. Uh, digital game sales have spiked during the pandemic. Uh, yes, they have. Surprising no one. <laughs> uh, console video game sales will be a majority digital marketplace when the next generation launches in a few months, and the novel coronavirus carried them over that threshold. That's the inescapable feeling after video games video gaming's major publishers touted huge surges in their installation bases and online sales full copy games as well as microtransactions during the first full quarter of the lockdown lifestyle that the covid19 pandemic has imposed on much of the world the implication is clear video game fans stuck at home with the ability to make one-click purchases for entertainment to pass time will do so in amounts up to the price of a full game and although the transition to online storefronts and digital purchases has been the expectation 
and the trend for years now, it's still a milestone worth pointing out as Daniel Ahmad, a senior analyst uh, for the games research firm Nico Partners, did on August 3rd. I didn't know he worked for Nico Partners. Well, now we do. He, he tweeted, EA said that 52% of its console full games uh, unit sales in the past 12 months were via digital download. Full For reference, uh, Take-Two says its ratio was 55% for the fiscal year 2020. Sony said that 51% of games sold on PS4 in fiscal year 2020 were digital. In other words, we enter next gen with digital more than 50%, uh, which is more than ever. Yeah. Um, I would expect next gen to be pretty digital just because that's the world we live in. But yeah. uh, the pandemic speeding things up is kind of crazy. Yeah, because... Um... Game players are a little different in that they traditionally there are traditionally collectors and they like to have the physical media on hand. Um, also, too, the, like it's good to give a physical gift. Like if you're giving somebody a gift, it's good to actually give them a physical game rather than a download code or whatever. Um, but this, you know, this is signifying that the tide is finally turning and it, it took a dramatic turn rather than a gradual turn that it had been. So, so I'm going to, I think my next video is going to be on this, uh, mm -hmm. going all digital. Um, I always expected to go all digital in the next generation because there's right. no, it's just more convenient. It's a lot more convenient. Yeah. Uh, however, these next generation consoles, I'm worried that the hard drive spaces are not going to be big. So I think I, both, both systems are going to launch with about a terabyte each of ssd that will fill up quickly yes especially with these new games mm -hmm. uh also just to go back uh, i just got a tweet from i just caught this out of the corner of my eye uh tweet from alec is a baking and he says uh oh he quote tweeted this can you confirm this is a real series x controller since you own one what is this Oh, somebody else found one. Don't sue me, please. <laughs> the, the YouTube account. Uh, also found the same thing. It says Robot White. Yeah. Very interesting. What is that on the right? Did they make a white Elite controller? Um, I think they did. Hmm. So more than one person has gotten their hands on this. Yes. That looks like, yeah, it's a white elite controller. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. More than one person got their hand. Get me my hands on it. I need this. I'll even give it back to you if you want me to, if you let me borrow it. Just give me the packaging too, because the packaging is yeah. important. You know, this looks legit unless he freaking is an amazing 3D printer. No. Yeah. Unless this is the same this could be the same guy. Cuz uh the, the all, this is all they've uploaded is this video. Hmm. Remember though when the Switch was about to come out there were a lot of uh 
very bad leaks or very bad yeah. like like uh people were like oh look what i found and i mean they were very they looked great but uh they were very obviously fake uh anyway what were we talking about oh yeah digital sales yeah uh anyway the digital split at the beginning of playstation 4 xbox one generation was approximately five to ten percent that's how much digital sales there were in 2013 yeah Ahmad sent an email to Polygon last week. We've seen this ratio grow by approximately five percentage points each year, and now it has become clear that we are past the 50% market. Quote, it is why Microsoft has had confidence to launch a digital version of its Xbox One S console in 2018, and why Sony will have a digital-only version of its PlayStation 5 console at launch. Uh, In July... In its July 30th call with investors, Electronics Arts reported that 52% of its full game sales on consoles came from online purchases over the preceding 12 months. EA was probably the last pub, the largest publisher with the deepest back catalog to join the 50% or greater club, making this as close to a bellwether for a full transition uh, to digital sales as you can find. Um, yeah, we get the gist. Yeah. Uh, I'll note that Nintendo almost never talks about their digital sales. They don't release that those numbers. Most publishers don't. They only really talk about it when there's like actual news about it. Like, oh, uh, Call of Duty actually sold more digitally than it did physically for the first time ever this year. Things like that. Yeah, Nintendo does that too. With their yeah. investors call, they, they say things like digital sales have done yeah impressive numbers uh, uh but they don't do specifics though for whatever reason a little down further it says sony also controls the largest digital marketplace for its console games as this microsoft with xbox so the fact that it makes such a large portion of its sales online probably shouldn't surprise come as a surprise three days later nintendo reported yet another quarterly record for digital revenue driven by full game sales okay so even yeah nintendo is even seeing this happen on their end oh and here's another thing that activision says as consumers buy media digitally they tend to not go back to physical purchases so like yeah i uh, yeah i i think i'm sticking all digital on my switch i love being all digital on my switch it's great i got no problems uh next gen i don't think i'm gonna be digital i think i'm going to keep getting physical mm. it's a little annoying yeah but there's two good there's two positives one games are a little cheaper. Yes, that's if you, that's if the you get big them positive. Yeah. But I always get games when they launch, so they're not really cheaper for me. Mm-hmm. Also, that's a little annoying. If let's say I don't get a game early, like there's a store that I know that I don't want to name drop because uh, they'll get in trouble. That mm-hmm. breaks street date all the time. Uh, I can get the physical version there. But if I if I if they don't get it early. Uh, I will be late. I won't be able to get the game at midnight or else unless I I'll have to wait until the, the next day to actually go out and go to a store and buy it. Yeah. Um, and that's my mentality is I want to be all digital or all physical. I don't want to be a little bit digital and a little bit physical. I want to be all or nothing. Right. Um, 
for Xbox and PS4, I've genuinely tried to be all digital. I do have some physical games, but because those were on sale or because, you know, I wanted to have a physical version of it for whatever stupid reason I had. Um, but I, you know, for the most part, I feel like digital is, you know, a great convenience. But like you said, a lot of the times it's cheaper to go physical because those are always on sale. The stores will price those however they see fit and inventory them out and things like that. Also, too, uh, this isn't in the keep, but it's worth bringing up. Uh, Brian Leo Malley, the creator of Scott Pilgrim, yeah, I saw this. was tweeting at Ubisoft to put the Scott Pilgrim vs. the World video game back on Xbox Live and PlayStation Network because it has not been available since 2014. Um, if that game had a physical release... I could just take it off my shelf, put it in my Xbox, and be done with it. Or if I didn't own it already, I at least at least I knew it was possible to hunt it down somewhere. I yeah. could go on eBay or I can go to a convention and find it there. I can't do that with a digital version of the game. So, so that's my biggest concern, and that's yeah. why I don't want to go all digital on next gen because the hard drive spaces are small. Mm -hmm. With the Switch, I'm willing to just keep buying bigger and bigger SD cards right. because I want the I want all my games on there. Mm -hmm. I want every single one that I've ever purchased or played on my Switch. I would want that same thing with a next-gen console, uh, but the hard drive spaces are going to be tiny, even though you can get an, ex uh, uh, an external hard drive. Mm -hmm. um, you can get an external hard drive and put and have it have all your games backed up on the external. Yeah. But you could also just have the disc. Mm -hmm. So uh that's why I don't want to go all digital on the next gen consoles because I I I I'm not gonna have one of these, this big one terabyte SD card in there. Yeah. Um whereas on the Switch I have every single game I've ever purchased on my SD card. So that when they pull the plug on the marketplace in 10 years. Uh, I will still have every game and I'll be able to play it. Um, and that's that. Uh, hey, Chris, thanks for being a, a member here on YouTube. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Anything else? Are we, uh, is that it for digital stuff? Uh, no, that's it. Uh, Daryl in the chat says mostly digital on my switch. Have some physical ps4 games i can at least sell that's another thing i'm all digital on my switch but i still have physical games i don't know how it happened yeah me too they just I appear cut, i cut myself off though because i have like i had uh, too many games i think it was last year i bought a, a display stand for physical switch games but it only holds 10 games and i hit that limit so no more physical switch games <laughs> at all you will you will get another one i will not accept them um hey. I might I just thought of this. I might have to because once my daughter is of age and she gets her own switch, it'd just be easier to have the physical cart so we could trade back and forth rather than do what you did and like download the game between two switches on two accounts. It wouldn't be too hard if you have if you don't sync the save data. You just turn off cross save. Well also you'd True. have different accounts, so cross save wouldn't even matter anyway. True. Just give her a different account. Well, what you would have to do is make her switch your primary switch, which would kind of suck. Yeah. 
Anyway. We'll figure it out. <laughs> look at this. The Last of Us got, got new game modes. Wow. Yes. Uh, Let me type in my birthday real quick. Okay. Uh, this is from the PlayStation blog written by Matthew Gallant, the lead system designer at Naughty Dog. Hello, everyone. We hope you've been well, staying safe, and enjoying The Last of Us Part 2. We've uh, we've loved seeing all of you share your experiences playing the game, whether it's posting your thoughts and impressions on social media, sending us your fan art, or capturing your favorite moments in masterfully choreographed gameplay videos. However, not uh, that's not all that's been keeping us busy. We've been preparing a new update for The Last of Us Part 2, introducing Ooh. new features, gameplay modes, trophies, and more. Uh including the much-requested return of wow. Grounded Difficulty. Uh, best of all, it arrives August 13th, so let's oh. get straight into what Grounded, uh, the Grounded update includes. Uh, grounded Difficulty returns, plus a new permadeath mode. No for thanks. Veteran, for veteran Last of Us fans, uh, Grounded Difficulty represents the ultimate test of skill. This difficulty raises the stakes by not only making enemies deadlier and ammo upgrades and crafting materials incredibly scarce, but also removes invaluable tools for survival, such as disabling listen mode, deactivating elements, <laughs> deactivating elements of the HUD, and more. Beginning with this update, Grounded will become one of the base difficulty options available when you start the story, so you won't need to have beaten the game uh, once to already to access it. So, if you've never played The Last of Us 2 before, and you get this game when the update happens, you can just go right into Grounded mode. Which is interesting. There's also some wild filters. Oh, gra new graphics modes. I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're, they they don't really show it too much in the trailer. Uh, there's this weird one that looks like a heat map. But yeah. for like a second they show there's an 8-bit mode. Uh, yeah, you're jumping ahead in the article. but uh, I'm uh, just looking at the trailer here. Okay. Uh, should I keep going with there the modes is. and then? Sure, sure, sure. Right. I didn't know it was that one. As an additional layer of challenge, we, we're also including a brand new permadeath mode with it. With this custom mode enabled, there are no second chances. You must complete the entire game without dying or start over from the beginning. However, if taking on the whole game sounds too daunting, you can choose to enable permadeath mode with checkpoints on a per chapter or per act basis. In other words, if you die at the end of day one, you will have to play the entire day again. Uh, you'll also... You'll also be rewarded for your efforts. Grounded, the Grounded update includes two new trophies, one for completing the game with any permadeath mode enabled and another for beating it on Grounded difficulty. Don't worry, though. Either of these trophies will be required in order to earn the Platinum. But that's good for all you trophy hunters out there. Still have not beaten the game. Still have still, not played the game. Still only halfway through. Haven't touched it. Uh, new graphics, audio, and gameplay modifiers. Have you ever wondered what The Last of Us 2 would look like Uh as a cel-shaded adventure or if it was made in a retro 8-bit era. Uh, how about if it was in black and white, if it was a black and white noir thriller or a sepia tone classic? With this week's update, we'll, we're adding nearly 30 new graphics rendering modes as well as several new audio modifiers that allow you to change the look and feel of the game. And there in the article, you see some examples. The sepia tone looks insane. Yeah. Uh, the cel-shaded one, meh. The 8-bit one looks awesome. But I understand why they left it out of the trailer because it breaks YouTube compression. Yeah, it does. It looks horrible on YouTube. Mm -hmm. uh, but they have a Flickr screenshot, a screenshot they uploaded a Flickr, 
And this looks awesome. This looks really, really good. Yeah. I like uh, this a lot. We're also debuting new unlockable gameplay modifiers like One Shot or Touch of Death that enable one, one hit kills or infinite ammo, infinite crafting, or infinite listen mode range uh, to add new twists to the gameplay. And then it lists all the modifiers. Mirror World, Mirror on Death, Slow Motion, Bullet Speed Mode, Infinite Ammo, Infinite Crafting, Infinite Melee Durability, Infinite Listen Mode Range, One Shot, Touch of Death, 8-Bit Audio, 4-Bit Audio, Helium Audio, and Xenon Audio. All of these modifiers can be accessed via the Extras menu and unlocked after completing the game. 8-Bit Audio, 4-Bit Audio. (laughs) (laughs) My God. Uh, alongside these new modes, we're excited to introduce a number of frequently requested improvements to the game, including the option to disable listen mode, adjust film grain levels, additional display options, improvements to accessibility features, and more. Our friends in the speedrunning community, uh, for our friends in the speedrunning community, we've also added the ability to see playtime up to the second in the save menu, making it easier to track and verify your runs. Here's a quick overview of the new features they're going to add with the Grounded update. Uh, saves now display the playtime up to the second. Uh, film grain adjustment option. Disable listening mode option. Motion sensor functionality aiming option. Throw arc HUD display option. Blah, blah, blah. So a lot more options. Uh, yeah. I'm. That's awesome that they have this kind of soon after launch. Yeah. They've added a lot very quickly um i'm, I'm not... honestly excited for saves game uh save games now display play time up to the second more games should display uh how long you've been playing the game for in the save file because i've always yes. wondered that and a lot of times there's never a good barometer of how long you've been playing the game for the, the last of us has a lot of really good quality of life uh features that people don't give enough credit for like that Mm -hmm. like um there's a an insane amount of accessibility options yeah i've seen i've seen the the menu of it and it's crazy besides regular like yeah yeah, besides regular color blindness mode and stuff uh Mm -hmm. there's like uh modes for uh blind people or people with like really uh bad vision um I don't remember what it, it like changes the dynamic range of like everything in the world. So it's like easier to see the character mm-hmm. and stuff. Um, there's a lot of, there's a lot of weird adjustments. You can, there's adjustment. There's a specific list of things they tell you to do. If you have motion sickness from games, um, mm-hmm. there's a lot. It's, it's, it, it's, it's crazy. The amount of features, a, 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 a single player narrative game like this has. Yeah. Um, that being said, I'm still going to play this game. I'm still going to beat this game. Uh, I'm only really interested in the sepia tone and the 8-bit. <laughs> I played around with the photo mode a little bit, and uh, I wish it let you move around a little more. I yeah. kind of understand why it doesn't, because it it would make it easier for you to like look around the game world. Yeah. Um, and like look ahead and see where the enemies are and stuff. But uh, I kind of wish it would just let you do that so that you could take pictures however you want. Anyway, this is cool. Yeah. Good on Naughty Dog. Did my freaking stream deck break? No. All right. Next news. Uh, 
Control next gen upgrade for free for Ultimate Edition only. What does that mean? All right. So basically, Control is coming out with an Ultimate Edition. Um, and that version is going to be the one to get the next gen version included. Let, let me read the article. Control's second expansion is due to be released soon, and the game is getting an Ultimate Edition to celebrate. The Ultimate Edition will come with all of the updates and content for the game so far, including both expansions, and it will also be sold on Steam, a first for this game. But it will include a bonus as well. Anyone who buys Control, the Ultimate Edition, will get a free upgrade to the next-gen version of the game when it comes out later this year. According to Control's website, the free copy of the game will be a digital upgrade to the next-gen version for players that buy the Ultimate Edition on PlayStation 4 or Xbox One. Players who already own the original version of the game won't be eligible for the free upgrade. Lame. This is important due to the release date of, of each version of the game shown below. Uh, August 27th, the game comes out on Steam. September 10th, it comes out on the Epic Game Store for the PlayStation 4 and the Xbox One. Um, the end of 2020 for the PS4 and Xbox One physical. Um, the end of 2020 for the PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X digital. And early... Sorry, let me let me start over again. No, we're good. We got it. All right, so basically, <laughs> if you already own Control, you're not eligible for the next-gen upgrade. Yeah. You have to get the Ultimate Edition. That's dumb. I have it on Xbox One. I'll be uh, able to play it. Yeah, I have it on I have it on Xbox One because I have your copy. Yeah, I'll be able to play it. I just won't have the Series X upgrades and stuff with. Yeah. It. Um. This sucks, and uh, and the reason it sucks is because you have somebody, a company like Microsoft, who's actually doing something good and has a program called Smart Delivery that just easily enables publishers and developers to give the next gen version of the game for free no problem but then you have a situation like this or even like the madden situation where the next gen version of the game is locked behind something yeah that's ridiculous that's that's overcomplicated it's cumbersome. It's it's anti-consumer. Well, and it's so, kind of stuck stuck in the old mindset of you have to put a PS2 version and a PS3 version out of the same game. So so here's so, I mean that's the way it's always been. Right. It's always been there's every console has its own games, and if you want right. it on that console, you gotta pay for it on that console. That's mm -hmm. the way it's always been. Uh, even the last generation with PS4 gen well current generation PS4. Uh, Last of Us came out. They had the grounded edition. If you wanted to play it on PS4, you had to pay for a whole new game. Same thing with right. Grand Theft Auto V and all that stuff. Um, the only thing that's different in this generation is that Microsoft straight up said everything could play on the Series X. You, mm -hmm. If you have the Xbox One version, it'll just play on the Series X. It's up to publishers whether or not they want to play along with that. Right. And that basically made it aware to all the consumers, oh, it's that easy for them to make the game playable. So we yeah. should have everything, right? And now we're starting to see the dirty side of all these publishers. Yeah. Uh, 
I mean, yeah, like like you said, you'll still be able to play the game on the Xbox Series X, but you're not getting the best possible version of it. Right. You're getting the older version of it. If you have the next-gen game, if you have the next-gen system, you want all the games to be up to that level. And if developer, and if the developers and the publishers are saying there is a version of that available, but you can't have it because you have the old version of the game, even though it's technically still the same game. Mm-hmm. You know that that's lame. We just know now that it's so easy for them to make it available. Yeah, and they're not doing it. Mm-hmm. That's what is really that's what changes things in this generation. Yeah, especially with Xbox. PlayStation mm-hmm. is a little more uh, up in the it, air. It's a lot less clear. Yeah, but Xbox them. straight up said you can do it, so everybody should do it, and the publishers yeah. are like, we'll do it maybe a little bit. Mm-hmm. All right. That's dumb. Uh, next, yeah. we got Sam Fisher's back. Yay. In Rainbow Six Siege, boo. <laughs> Just freaking give him a game, dude. He's in everything, but not really. Uh, that's one of the comments in this article. It's like, uh, Sam Fisher has appeared in... Sam Fisher will appear... At this rate, Sam Fisher is going to be featured in every single Ubisoft game except his own. Dude, he looks freaking badass in this. So, yeah, Sam Fisher, the hero of Ubisoft's dormant Splinter Cell franchise, will soon be joining the Rainbow Six Siege lineup. Uh, Ubisoft Montreal teased the third Echelon Spymaster in a video Tuesday, promising full reveal Sunday, uh, 2 p.m. Eastern. Um, the video You play the video, and it's, it's not gameplay. It's just Sam Fisher walking out of the shadows, and he says something really badass. Um, <laughs> it's not Michael Ironside. Uh, wait, hold on. I got to hear it then. Oh, yeah. music yeah consider this a teaching moment okay you know what? he's he doesn't sound as bad as the other guy he doesn't sound as bad as the other guy but the problem is he sound he, you know it's not michael ironside mm-hmm. but he sounds close enough to michael ironside that there's this uncanny valley effect where you know something's <laughs> wrong yeah that's it, what it is it's like when a uh, batman's not kevin conroy and he tries to be exactly um I, which I don't understand because Michael Ironside came back for the Ghost Recon DLC. Mm-hmm. Unless this is just placeholder and they didn't get him in time for this. This look, I mean, he, he he doesn't look like he normally does. He looks like the Punisher, honestly. Yeah, and this is a weird setting for Sam Fisher. This isn't a yeah. stealth thing. This is he's freaking uh, being a SWAT member, basically. Yeah, this is weird. Um. In in uh, Rainbow Six Siege, they have like different operators, mm-hmm. and it's just a character for the game. So he he would, and they all have different abilities. So he would be an operator. I wonder what his whole situation is going to be. Yeah. Uh, just give him a damn game, dude. Yeah, I don't understand what's taking so long. He's also in uh, Tom Clancy's Toontown. What's that game's called? I, I know. <laughs> I know what you're talking about. I forgot the name of it already. Um. The last Splinter Cell game was seven years ago, and that was Splinter Cell Blacklist. That was um, not good. I didn't really like that that much. I I thought the game was very good. Um, he has also appeared in Ghost Recon Wildlands and Breakpoint, and has been an Easter egg in the Division Two and Far Cry New Dawn. They didn't say anything about Toon Town. Uh, no. That's that free to play. Yeah. Fall. Uh, Fortnite looking Ubisoft game. Is the chat correcting me on what it's called? Uh, no, they don't care. 
Chat no. doesn't care. Uh, hey, Earthworm Jim's back. Don't we hate the guy who made Earthworm Jim? Yeah, the Doug Tenapel is kind of kind of a douchebag. Um, but that's put him aside for now. <laughs> wait, wait. The title of the article is "Oh No, Earthworm Jim." <laughs> so here's the thing. Okay. Uh, yes, Earthworm Jim is returning. It's Earthworm Jim Four. Uh, for those of you who don't know, there are three Earthworm Jim games. There's the first two for the Super Nintendo and the Sega Genesis. Genesis version is a little better. Um, and then there's Earthworm Jim 3D, which came out on PC and the Nintendo 64. Uh, so now we're getting Earthworm Jim 4. Earthworm Jim 4 is the killer app for the Intellivision <laughs> Amico. Rip. Earthworm Jim 4 is an exclusive to the Intellivision Amico. Wow. I mean, hey, props to Intellivision for getting a a, a well-known, you know, launch title. I think part of it is uh, Tommy Tellerico, who did the music for Earthworm Jim, is involved with the development of the Intellivision Amico. Okay, that makes so that's sense. how they were able to get involved in that. Loved the Genesis game. Yeah, the Genesis games were very good. Um, this trailer doesn't really show a whole lot; it just shows off the new art style. And that's it. Um, the television Amico, I don't know if we've ever talked about it on this show, but it's an Android-based console um, that's been in development for a very long time. Um, they keep trying to have, like, press events and keynotes trying to, like, hype the thing up, but they're always lackluster. Oh, yeah, it looks weird. It looks really, really weird. Yeah. It's trying to, like, in terms of controller, actually look like an Intellivision controller. Which oh, I got I to gotta yell at the dog. All right. Well, keep talking. No, I'm just looking up now. Like, like if you've ever seen an Intellivision controller, it's this weird, like, remote control, basically. And the Amico is trying to replicate that in a way, but that's not a good controller to replicate in the year of our Lord 2020. Oh, God. Wikipedia says this is supposed to come out in October of this year. I don't think that's happening. The <laughs> uh, Intellivision Amico is an upcoming video game console produced by Intellivision Entertainment. Um, the console is set to launch in North America, the United Kingdom, and the rest of Europe. Um, yeah, April fifteenth, twenty twenty-one, with a retail with the retail version uh, set for approximately two hundred and fifty dollars. So it's this weird thing that they're trying to push multiplayer with. Like it's got these weird controllers that have like screens on them. Yeah. Um, and have it's dials you control with a dial. Well, I, that's what I was saying before. It's trying to be a modern version of the original Intellivision controller, which was a not a good controller. <laughs> it's just what, like maybe, no, not even at the time, because at the time you had the Atari twenty six hundred controller, and that was so much simpler. It was literally just a joystick and a button. The only thing I could see this being good for is like quiz games. We have to like buzz in and stuff. Yeah. This is going to be terrible for, like, action games and Earthworm Jim in particular. Yeah. It's a it's a bad it's an overall bad idea. Yeah. Um. I don't know. We'll see. I got a lot of problems over here. There's a freaking bug flying around. Oh yeah. The dog was just eating the wall. Nice. Get out of here. Uh. Yeah. Uh. But hey, at least it's got Earthworm Jim. <laughs> Oh, people still like that. 
I, that trailer it looked pretty good. The animation was good. The trailer looked fine. The animation looked fine, but I I don't think Earth. I in twenty 2020, twenty in twenty twenty or twenty twenty one, whenever the hell this thing comes out, Earthworm Jim is not a system seller. He no. never was a system seller, and he sure as hell isn't going to be one now. What's the what's the what's the other thing? It's not the Intel the, the little portable console that has cartridges. Oh, the Evercade. Yeah. If this is on that, yes, I'd be thinking about getting an Evercade. You know what I found out was on the Evercade today? And I think I just sold you on an Evercade. What? Chips Challenge. <gasps> Wait, which? The original? I think the original Atari Lynx version. But still. Oh, I freaking love Chips Challenge, dude. Dude, play Chips Challenge in your pocket. Evercade, a bit of Chips Challenge for a Saturday. What a great game this is. <laughs> All right, so this is the yeah, this is not the PC version. No. Uh I was watching a, I was watching a video today about the Atari Lynx and like its launch lineup. Apparently Chips Challenge was the killer app for the Atari Lynx. <laughs> and yeah, it's part of the Evercade. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Okay. Yeah. Atari Lynx collection number two. Yeah. Very interesting. I'm not get that's not the PC version. Well, I'm not not sold. I mean, <laughs> last news. Okay. That mysterious weird look. This is the only I'd like to note everybody who watches this podcast. I'd like to know that this is the only Nintendo Life article <laughs> for today. <laughs> that's how little happened that's in the true. world of Nintendo. That is very true. Japan's mysterious Sonic statue receives a fittingly puzzling restoration so this there's a, a i'm not going to read the whole article there's a, yeah. so, a sonic statue that is tucked away in the woodlands of kansai regions of may prefecture it's basically in the middle of the woods or like in like it's like off of a highway in the woods somewhere in the may um Mie prefecture um and it's just a picture. It's just a statue. It's an awesome statue of Sonic snowboarding. And it looks like he's it's Sonic from Sonic 3 freaking snowboarding. It's sick. It's all beat up. No one knows how it got there. F somehow, it got freaking restored. And it looks beautiful now. Yeah. So It looks brand spanking new. It got reverse stolen. Yeah. Instead, I was expecting somebody to come and, and take this thing. Because it's just in the middle of the woods. Nope, Somehow, somebody just gave it a glow up. Yeah, instead of getting instead of getting stolen, they reverse stole it and made it better. Mm -hmm. That's freaking crazy. So how are we gonna get this in my apartment? Uh, well, first we gotta <laughs> go to Japan. It doesn't even look that big. I'm sh I'm imagining this thing being a lot bigger than we think it is. From this picture, it looks like it's about three feet tall. That's still pretty big to smuggle on an airplane. Oh, yes. Uh, but I don't know how big these trees are. Maybe it's just giant grass. I don't know. Yeah. My my reference is all thrown off. <laughs> Snowboard might be like six feet long, though. Yeah. That's wild. Um, but yeah, no one knows how it, who put it there, how it got there. Yeah. There's a good YouTube video on it, too. Um, all right, that's it. That's all the news. Wow. I'm going to make a little too awake with food in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> you should have timed that a little better, Will. I did not. It was very poorly timed. Uh, I could read some of the chat. Wait, hold on. All right, I'm good. We can do it. Are you sure? Yeah. You're not going to choke? You sure you got it all down? No, I'm good. All right. Let's do it. Uh, do it. Doing tweet of the week. 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 This is a quickie, Will. This one's from uh, Ron Iver. Ron Nui, who says, Normal people, I left my sunglasses in the car. Jeep owners. I jeeped my Jeep goggles in the Jeep, TM. Uh, it's, it's, it's true. It's how we talk. Do you call your car a Jeep? Because it's not a Wrangler. <coughs> um, No, but it... Actually, I just gave back the car. My lease was I, up. I feel like you call a Wrangler a Jeep. Yeah, because a Wrangler was the original Jeep. That's ba Basically, our whole family has Jeeps now. Yeah. But the only one that we call the Jeep is the, the Wrangler. The Jeep is the Wrangler, yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, we, again, because that was the original Jeep. That was the first one. The, that model was the first one ever made. Um, I mean, I call I would call my car a Jeep because my wife's car is a Nissan. <laughs> but like when you say I left my glasses in the car, you say I left them in the car. You don't say I left yeah, them in the Jeep. Yeah, I don't say I jeeped my Jeep goggles. In the Jeep. <laughs> but I would for, you know, when I had the Wrangler, I would yeah. call it, I would say I left my glasses in the Jeep. Yeah. Anyway, uh, now we'll talk to you people. Yes, as always, you can reach us on Twitter using the hashtag WolfDenLive. If you'd love to comment on last week's WolfDenLive, this is the part of the show where we will finally answer you. And of course, ladies and gentlemen watching us at home, please start leaving your questions and your comments as we will get to them when we are done with everybody else. Uh, I actually have it open today. Oh. Monster Jam 69 Moyai says uh just want on on using the hashtag wolf life just wanted to start off by saying i love your videos and look forward to tuesday at wet and and wednesdays because of you guys but anyways wanted to ask if the analog pocket is for me i have no physical game boy games but maybe i can start collecting what do you guys think i said mm. this i think last week or maybe i said it uh, on a live stream or something. Mm -hmm. If you don't know if the analog pocket is for you, it's probably not because it's a lot of money for yeah. something to be like, do you think this might be a good thing? It's, if a, it's a collector's item. If it, you're just starting to collect, maybe start off with a Game Boy Advance SP and work your way up from there. Like, Because the analog pocket is definitely much more for for like the, the super enthusiast crowd it, it's not for beginners you know when when you play an instrument you don't immediately go for the most expensive version of that instrument true this you know? is this is like getting a les paul right out the bat yeah you, you don't start with a with a gibson les paul uh you start with like a, a squire <laughs> a strat knockoff that comes with a, a crappy amp that's what you start with right uh anyway xavier uh, meyer man there's a picture involved uh another twist in this generation of console wars and then it's an onion article 
that says, uh, major relief, Microsoft has confirmed that the Xbox Series X will play video games. Wow. Oh, thank God. I'm starting to worry it wouldn't. Yeah. Well, we can all breathe a little easier today after months of speculation over the next generation console. Microsoft has finally <laughs> confirmed that we all were all hoping for the Xbox Series X will play video games. That should be a load off everyone's mind. Also, they had an article. Bad news. Toad died. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everyone. It pains us to do this, but we have some really bad news. Mario's longtime sidekick, Toad, died last night surrounded by his friends <laughs> and family after a long battle with pancreatic cancer. Oh, no. Oh, jeez. We figured it would be best if you heard it from us first. Obviously, this is a huge blow to the gaming community. Living in a world without Toad around is going to be an unbearable adjustment. With that said... <laughs> We'll get through this together. That's all we have to say on this matter right now. Sorry about this, gamers. Sorry. Also, I got a... Somebody added me in this on Twitter. Mm -hmm. and now I have to find it because... Uh, oh, I can find it very easily. Um, they added me in it. And then I put a sad face. And then they Photoshopped this. <laughs> it's Toad's gravestone. Toad, 1985 to 2020. And then the quote is... Hello, I am Toad. <laughs> That's a joke, Will, because on my live streams, I say I do a really good Toad impression. Do you want to hear my Toad you, impression? Yes. You want to hear it? Okay, hold on. You gotta, yeah. I got to get into my mode. Okay, you ready? Yeah. Hello, I am Toad. I knew you were going to say that, <laughs> but it was still funny. Anyway... Uh, mm -hmm. last hashtag Wolfden Live Matiom says, "Come on, at Will Wolf Damon, embrace the Dollar Shave Club sponsorship." No. <laughs> All right, and last week's Wolfden Live, we got it's Surge, y'all, who says, "Do you guys really mind that you can't use PS4 controllers or that Spider-Man isn't exclusive? Buy the system, play the games. Easy. Yeah, it's just easy to like plunk down six hundred dollars and whatnot for a video game system." a video game and the, the subscription to uh, PlayStation now and all the other crap that comes with it. Here's, Easy. Here's the thing. I will have the console <laughs> and I will not mind buying the game for that console. It's for everybody else. Yeah. Who maybe can't do that is why we're mad. You know? Yeah. I have, it, I can do that because it's my job to do that. Not everybody can or wants to do that. It's a convenience thing, really. That too. It, you know, and the, if you're saying, if you're taking away a convenience factor, that's that's not convenient. People aren't going to like that. People have a right not to like that. I want every game on the Switch for convenience. Not because yeah. I don't, not because I can't play it on other consoles, but for convenience. Yeah. And also it opens up the door for other people to be able to play it. Yeah. In this case, though, I'm more mad that it's gatekeeping for other people. Yeah. Did you play the Avengers game at all? No. So apparently the beta was a closed beta. This weekend's the PS4 one, right? I still don't understand how, how it, it was like. So last weekend was the PS4 one, but it was closed for only for people who pre-ordered the game. Right. Or did some other bull crap with it. I think this weekend is the open beta for PS4. And then next is the open beta for everyone else. I still have to look into it, but I'm not looking forward to it because apparently everyone's saying it's not great. Uh, I heard mixed, very mixed things. Yeah, that's that's the thing. 
Uh, Cade you know. Martin in the chat uh, in last week's Wealth and Life says, please make a video about what TVs and monitors to use on next-gen consoles. I will, but they'll have to come out first. Yeah. Uh, also, I got a DM from somebody who works in broadcasting. Okay. And they had a lot of great information. Mm. Uh, mostly just confirming that some sports run at 60 hertz. Right. But uh, not all. Uh, but yeah, it was very long and there was a lot yeah. of information in there. Uh, Cal USA F three one one. Is this still a YouTube channel? No, no. This is a cookbook. <laughs> you have to read now, and we only <laughs> do cooking things. Yes. Uh, Colin McRae. Ooh, the race car guy. Yes. <laughs> Says people can rest easy because of the next generation of games will not be running 4K six, uh, 124 frames per second anyway. And there's no way in F that I can't believe Colin McRae curses. There's oh. no way in F that they are doing that with ray tracing type features on. These systems would barely be able to handle that uh, uh, with current games. High-end PCs don't really get the, that job done on most games at the moment. This is all marketing nonsense. You are going to get 4K60 at absolute best on AAA titles. I think several will only do 30. Many will simply be 1440p upscaled at 60 frames per second. If someone thinks they are going to be playing something like Cyberpunk at native 4K120, they are smoking crack. That's just not a possibility. So I have to not... agree with a lot of what he says. Yeah, I just no, don't like too. the yeah. abrasiveness of how he said it. Yeah. He's not he's not wrong. Most games that you're gonna be playing next generation are not gonna run at the full 4K60. Right. They're, they're just not. Um most uh top tier games should get somewhere in the ballpark, though, because otherwise, why even bother having all this horsepower? Why even bother upgrading? I just think People are going to be disappointed because yeah. uh well people were disappointed with the Xbox One. I think uh Halo 5 ran at 900 p mm -hmm. initially and people were furious. Yeah. Uh I think so Fred DM me and said, Would you be willing to make a sports joke in regards to comment to a comment if I put it in the QA? And I think that's the only reason he put that in the Q in the QA was because <laughs> he was hoping we would get the joke. Yeah. But the guy's name was... Well, I, listen, I only know that because of the game. Yeah. Colin McRae's Dirt Rally or whatever that was. Yeah. Because, and the only reason I know that is because I always thought it was Colin Mockery from Loops Line is anyway. <laughs> and I was like, what's he doing racing cars? Yeah. Um, and did you know, Will, that Colin Mockery has never done anything in his life other than, other than Whose Line Is It Anyway? <laughs> that's not true. I saw him in a... A cracker commercial. Oh. All right then. <laughs> um. Anyway, uh, now we're in the actual chat. Yes. For a little bitty. Alex says it can be 1440p upscale to 4K. Yeah, that's what the uh, Colin yeah. Mockery said before. Yeah. Uh, Fred said he never put the joke in the chat. <laughs> oh well, what is it then? Yeah, tell us. Just say Frederick. it right now. Uh, I, gave, I gave the uh, coffee syrup to a friend of mine who actually really liked the coffee syrup. And then I got a lot of comments that were like, how dare you speak badly of, of coffee syrup? 
Well, I mean... Also, another thing I want to say. Why the hell is this live stream put under Watch Dogs Legion? Is it? Did I put that... Did I leave a tag that says Watch Dogs Legion? I don't know. Why would you do that? <laughs> uh, That's weird. That's very yeah. weird. Shand, remember when Watch Dogs was advertised as running at 1080p, 60 frames a second on the PS4 before launch? Yep. Yeah, that's, that's what we're talking about. Like, games will... I don't remember if that's what Watch Dogs the was advertised for. The original Watch Dogs, the first trailer looked awesome. And yeah. then and then it got worse and worse and worse. Yeah, because I think... trailers went on. You know, they tried to sell it as the best possible game. And then as they got final spec, they're like, oh, we got to scale this back. We got to scale this back. We got to scale this back. Uh, Matthew Whitwalker, Whit, Whit, Whittaker says, uh, Will, I just picked up all four issues of the new-ish X-Men plus Fantastic Four comics. Have you read them? Uh, I've, I've been reading Fantastic Four. I haven't really been reading X-Men all that much. And I didn't read this crossover. Um, Fantastic Four is stuck in the middle of a stupid crossover, like a Marvel-wide crossover that I don't want to read. I don't care about it. Just hurry up and get back to the, the cool sci-fi crap. And another thing... Uh, about Marvel in general, this is this isn't really their fault, but all comics took a long break thanks to the pandemic. Um, they're just starting now to get back on a regular schedule, but it's been so long that I've forgotten the like the ongoing stories that's been happening, like in the books that I follow month to month, and that's a problem normally because <laughs> I'll forget what happens like between issues four and five month to month but when that's spread out over several months that's that's not fun for anyone oh hey look beat him up here hello oh hey he got he got activated because he heard his name uh booger johnson says are y'all brothers no the thing is he's me from two years in the future but he's stuck in today yeah i i came back to say like it's it gets worse he came clearly, back. He came clearly. back in like 2010 ish, and he got yeah. stuck. And now he just had to live his life in two years in the past. Yeah. Anyway, uh, um, has anyone ha- read the Halo comics? Any good? I mean, Polygon put out that video about all of the novels. There was that yeah that whole period where they had a bunch of Halo novels. I remember back in the day. Marvel got the rights to do Halo comics and they gave they gave the book to Brian Michael Bendis and Alex Maleev, who at the time were doing great work on Daredevil. And I remember pe- people being incredibly disappointed with the comic. And I don't think you can get it anywhere. I don't think they don't care when they get stuff like like the call. There was a Call of Duty ghost comic, too. And that was cared. that was uh, DC. Yeah. Jim yeah. Lee did the cover. Yeah, which I wanted to find for that reason, but uh, yeah, yeah, it didn't really stick. I heard the Assassin's Creed comic was actually pretty good. The one I have is pretty good. I forgot what it's called. Um, yeah, video game video game comics aren't terrible for the most part, but they they never live up to what they could be. There, the few exceptions are Sonic the Hedgehog. Somehow, uh, the Metal Gear Solid comics that Ashley Wood did the draw the illustrations for the assassin's creed comic and uh i feel like there's like one or two others but like most of them are like forgettable 
Booker Johnson also says wood, more like good LML. LMAO, oh, got, got him. Got him. <laughs> um, what else we got here? Uh, did you talk about the Mario render Nintendo tweeted? Fans are going crazy. Uh, the oh, larger map. Did so you see I, that? I saw it on the uh, on the Japanese Instagram account first. Yeah. And uh, I didn't really think anything of it. I mean, it looks awesome. Mm-hmm. That's the first thing I thought was, this looks awesome. I Why did they do this? Um, but then the Nintendo American Twitter account tweeted it. Is it something right. like, enjoy the sunshine or whatever? It says, stay cool, Mario. Stay cool. That's what they, Oh, because if they said enjoy the sunshine, people would go absolutely nuts. Yeah. Um, so the thing with this is that the Japanese account just always has weird, beautiful art that they yeah. post. So this isn't really out of the... I mean, it's a gorgeous render. But it's not that weird for the Japanese. It, it, it's it is weird for the American account to like co-op it, mm-hmm. but it's not that weird for what the rest of the uh, Japanese account does. I'd imagine this probably would have been some sort of twenty fifth or thirty fifth anniversary Mario thing. Yeah, Spawn Wave tweeted something like, "Because uh, there's apparently like a leak that there might be a thirty fifth our 30th anniversary Zelda situation happening next year. And he said something like, he didn't make it clear that he was being sarcastic, but he said, uh, with all that's happening with the Mario 35th anniversary, it's going to be wild to see what they do with the Zelda anniversary. When obviously they haven't done anything for the Mario anniversary (laughs) yet. Um, And that's really disappointing. It made me very sad that like, this is the 35th anniversary of Mario. It's in two months. No, it's in one month. Yeah. And we haven't seen a damn thing. It's very sad. To me. Yeah. Um, anyway, here's just Mario on the beach. That's yep. all we got. Just hanging out. Uh... I saw someone in the chat earlier. I don't uh, ask if we're going to talk about the Suicide Squad game. And there's really nothing to talk about other than Rocksteady finally announced what game they're making next. And it's Suicide Squad. Oh, we should have put that in the news. Um, But there's really nothing to talk about because it's just Rocksteady is making a Suicide Squad game. The the poster was of Superman from behind and it had the logo on the back of his head. That's all we really know. But... You know, that was a rumor that they were making a Suicide Squad game. And it right. Turns out they're actually doing it. Um, yeah. There was also a rumor they were making a Superman game, which is probably the yeah. reason why they made the teaser poster Superman. Yeah. With a friggin' target on his head. Yeah. Do you think you're going to have to chase down all of the Justice League, or do you think it's just Superman and he's like the big final boss guy? No, I feel like it probably will be all the... Ju- like, you'll work your way up. Like, you'll start with, like, Green Lantern... And then the Flash, and then Cyborg, and then Aquaman, and then Wonder Woman, Batman, Superman. I kind of uh, don't want a Suicide Squad game. <laughs> I I don't because here's the thing: Suicide Squad has like become like one of DC's biggest properties, 
and the the movie to be fair did very good business it made a lot of money it was a surprise hit the movie is not hold up at all it, it, people have come around and realized that it is not a good movie and there there are people out there demanding the David Ayer cut of Suicide Squad but that's another thing but people still seem to be very passionate about the, the franchise in general of Suicide Squad and I think DC and Warner Brothers know this and they're pushing it out as much as they can to get people interested in, in the concept still. Mm-hmm. Either that or I'm misreading it all and just Warner Brothers wants Suicide Squad to be the big thing. So they just keep releasing crap. Yeah, I mean, well, so there was that leaked all the stuff, all the concept art for a Suicide Squad game from like a while ago. Yeah, I, well, I don't know if it was Rocksteady though. It might have been somebody else. Yeah. Um. But anyway, this is a completely different game. Yeah. Whatever, it'll be good. I mean, Rocksteady makes good stuff. Yeah, uh, I am interested because it's it can't really play like Arkham does. Mm-hmm. Arkham was tailor made for Batman specifically, and Suicide Squad. You know, it's it's got multiple characters. It's got Deadshot. It's got Harley Quinn. It's got uh killer croc it's got rick flag it's got all it's like a variety of people so there'll probably be some sort of multiplayer component to it um but it can't be a stealth game in the same way that arkham was a stealth game right uh all right i think we're done i think that's it i think we're good all right uh yeah guys thank you all for hanging out Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for watching us. Thank you for chatting with us. As always, Wolf Den Live is every single Wednesday night at 8 p.m. Eastern right here on YouTube.com slash Wolf Den. If you can't make the show for any reason at all, we always put it up as an archive version on Thursday for you to watch on demand whenever you want. If you prefer to listen to us rather than watch us, you can do that as well. We're also an audio podcast on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, Google Play, and Stitcher. And if you listen to us on any of those platforms, please be sure to subscribe, rate, and review us because that helps us with placement on those respective stores. Also, if you want to watch just a little bit of Wolf Den Live or maybe you want to send a certain section of the show over to your buddies, then head on over and subscribe to Wolf Den Clips where our good friend Eric Henley takes this week's episode and cuts it down to bite-sized chunks for your viewing pleasure. Uh, Hey, also on Wolf Den Clips, we got uh, gameplay videos now. You can go watch me do the Ninja speedrun. I just posted this today. Okay, I have to watch an ad for my own freaking channel. That's cool. Don't mind that at all. You can watch me doing the Ninja speedrun. It's a good video. Ian does a good job editing these. It's so great. It's so funny. It's so meme It's so good. Uh, but also go to twitch.tv slash wolfden. Put the notifications on so you know when I go live. I might play Hyperscape tomorrow because who the hell cares? Played Fall Guys yesterday. I got a win, Will, finally. Oh, nice. It's about damn time. Yeah, I'll say. Fall Guys is great. You got to try Fall Guys. I'll get to it eventually. It's free on PlayStation Plus. I know. I I, uh, I redeemed it, but I haven't gotten around to it. Guys, goodbye. Bye. <laughs>